This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have in store for us today. Lord, you are here to minister unto us, Lord, and we are here to receive from you. We want to receive the word in season. The word that can change us, the word that can transform us. Lord, we ask of you that you will minister to us, Lord. Give unto each of us, Lord, what is due unto us, Lord. Instruction and counsel, comfort, encouragement, whatever is due unto us, Lord, we pray that today we will receive it as we sit in your presence, listening to your word, meditating your word, responding to your word. Teach us, we pray. Teach us. Change our understanding. Transform us, Lord. Thank you, Abba. Thank you. Have your way in our midst. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Last week we looked at two basic aspects of Christian living. Let me see if you remember. Huh? Loving and giving. Christian life can be contained in these two words, can be explained by these two words. That is to love and to give. Amen. And we were looking at uh, Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. We've been studying about sowing. We've been studying about giving. And last week we were looking at Luke chapter 6 verse 38 where we looked at that wonderful illustration Kuttupan and Raghavan Chetan and all. Yes, we looked at that last week. Uh, if you missed last week's uh, message, you can go back and check online. We're talking about fearless giving. Fearless giving. Amen. Alright, let's look at Luke's, Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Give and it will be given to you. You can read it with me. Good measure. Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. Amen. And we were considering the fact that most of us apply the scripture uh, primarily to, by default, to receiving. It, it is a... It is a promise concerning us receiving. And that's how we primarily perceive the scripture. Whereas in reality, this scripture is talking about giving. This is a teaching on giving. There is a blessing attached to your giving. And that's what it is talking about. But the scripture is teaching us how we ought to give. How we ought to give? Press down. Shaken together. Running over. Poured into the lap. Amen. And as Christians, we must set high standards in giving. We must keep high standards of giving. Christians must be known for high standards of giving. Now, our, our giving must give away our identity in Christ. Your giving must give away your identity in Christ. 
people should make out that you're a christian by watching the way you give amen and the key message in this passage that we just read is that for with the same measure that you use it'll be measured back to you so last week we we had that we were we illustrated i illustrated to you how the spread down and shaken together running over pouring into the lap and uh, we used uh, a measure by the name para say para okay, para is a, an ancient um measure used in kerala and we have edangali we have nadi so now it says with the same measure that you use it will be measured back to you if nadi maybe this small nadi is is your measure of giving then nadi will be used to give back to you if edangari is your measure of giving then edangari will be used to give back to you if para is your measure of giving then para will be used to give back to you if a barrel is your measure of giving barrel will be used to give back to you simple right simple instruction of god's word by the same measure that you use it will be measured back to you so what is this passage telling us this passage is telling us watch out for our measure of giving as christians we must watch out we must we must closely um watch the way we give the measure of our giving must be closely considered and we must not resort to short change when it comes to giving yeah hallelujah i was um, just considering about giving this scripture came into my mind you must all know the scripture matthew chapter 6 verses 19 to 21 Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal where your treasure is there your heart will be also amen now if somebody has to study your heart you don't have to do a scan or anything just show them where your treasure is just show them your bank account details just show them your investment portfolio just show them your cash flow statement if if a person can see your cash flow statement if a person can see your bank statement if a person can see your investment details then he can know the condition of your heart ah some of you are getting it some of you are getting it i'm trying to drive it as close to you as possible this morning the lord was telling me if you want to know how prepared people are for eternity just check their bank balance just check their savings account details fixed deposits just keep an eye on their investment portfolio etc that shows how prepared you are 
for eternity. If your heart is inclined to the treasures of this world, if your heart is so connected to the wealth of this world, that means that you have not prepared yourself for eternity. Hard reality. It, it takes a little bit of time to sink in. But that's where it is. That's the, that's the fact of the matter. If you have if you have a lot of money and you're not using it to give if you have a lot of wealth and it is not blessing others if it is not going into kingdom purpose that shows how disconnected you are the kingdom of god where is your heart where is your treasure where is your treasure what is your treasure the wealth of this world is that your treasure the riches of this world is that your treasure the returns of this world is that your treasure if your number one investment is not the kingdom of god you have not understood who your god is if your number one investment is not the gospel then you have not understood who your god is amen it, it reveals the condition of your heart hallelujah hallelujah so maybe i'm i'm encouraging you to go back and take a look at your cash flow statement inflow and outflow how much is coming in how much is going out where it is going out to who is benefiting is your wealth all about you yourself is your money all about you and yourself i was i was reading uh, the word the other day and the lord told me giving must be at the heart of all your labor giving must be at the heart of all your labor now ephesians chapter 4 and verse 28 he who steals must steal no longer but rather he must labor performing with his own hands what is good so that he will have something to share with the one who has need Ooh, look at that one more time he who steals much must steal no longer but rather he must labor say labor it means work okay but rather he must work must labor performing with his own hands what is good so that he will have something to share with one who has need dear new testament believer you are to labor with the intention of giving unto others if somebody were to ask you why are you working if somebody were to ask you why are you doing business if somebody were to ask you why you are working so hard the answer the right answer must be that 
because i want to bless others so that i can bless others amen this see this must change the way you travel for your work every day this must change the way you travel for work every day you're working hard for what to bless somebody your increase must result in blessing somebody your increase must result in somebody in need being able to meet his need or her need this must change the way you plan when the salary gets gets credited in your account at the end of the month i don't know how you plan when the salary gets credited i don't know how you make your plans but this scripture must change the way you plan how you're going to spend your income it says but rather he must labor performing with his own hands what is good so that he will have something to share with one who has need hallelujah see the, the other day the lord was, the lord was telling me to tell you that giving can actually be become your livelihood giving can become your livelihood you can make a living out of giving you can make a living out of giving your commitment to work must be for the sake of others who can be blessed by your increase the intent of all your work the intent of all your labor must be to bless somebody the drive to work hard must be to bless somebody the motivation to work must be to bless somebody your hard work in your office your hard work in your business must bless the lives of others your hard work in the place of your work in your occupation must bless the life of others see look, see look how how on the face the scripture puts it he who steals much must steal no longer but rather he must labor performing with his own hands what is good so that say so that so so it, it, it talks about why what's the reason for your what must be the reason for your labor so that he will have something to share with one who has need if you are seeking for a job it must be to meet the need of others if you're looking for a job is it must be to bless somebody else the reason you are working so hard night and day must be to bless others that must that is the right intent that you got to have when you work amen i often meet with people and if if you were to ask them why you want to work they'll have all these dreams to share i want to buy a house i want to build a house i i want to buy a car i want to settle down in life i want to do this i want to do that but the scripture puts it very plainly the reason you must work is so that you can bless somebody else your hard work must result in somebody else being able to meet their need let me ask you something what is the greatest form of giving we are talking about giving so what is the greatest form of giving which nobody has an excuse not to do sharing the gospel brilliant sharing the see no christian can 
can escape this this duty that is entrusted to you this giving you cannot escape this giving you cannot withhold yourself from you cannot uh, you cannot avoid this is a giving that you must practice every day what is that giving christ say giving christ you must be excited to give christ are you excited to give christ are you excited to preach the gospel and i'm telling you there is no greater excitement in life than to preach the gospel there can be nothing more exciting to do in life than to preach the gospel amen there is absolutely nothing more exciting in life to do than to preach the gospel of jesus christ the greatest form of giving that you can ever ever resort to in life is giving jesus to somebody else amen and none of us have excuse not to indulge in that kind of giving every principle of giving that we study that we are studying and that we continue to study with, with respect to giving in god's word can be applied must be applied to your ministry of the gospel i'll repeat that one more time every principle that you study that we are studying from god's word with regards to giving must be applied and can be applied to your ministry of the gospel your ministry must have no other intention than to bless others just like we we just read that now right you must work hard you must labor performing with his own hands what is good so that he will have something to share with other who has need so your ministry must have no other intention than to bless others sadly today many people get in ministry or many people attempt to do ministry asking the question what will i get you tell me frankly what more can you get is there anything more that that any person can get than jesus christ you have received the the greatest blessing the exceedingly great reward you have you have received the the pearl of great value the immeasurable treasure frankly there is nothing more greater than receiving jesus christ then how then why is it that we still ask the question what will i get for doing ministry shouldn't that be the the last question that we must ask when it comes to ministry ministry is not about getting ministry is about ah uh, one more time ministry is not about getting ministry is about one more time ministry is not about getting it is about it is only about it is only about it's only about don't give the impression to anybody that ministry is about getting because ministry is not about getting ministry is about giving Now I believe God is raising up a breed of end-time ministers of the gospel who will share Christ expecting nothing in return. And if you're one of them, you can say, Amen. Amen. God is raising up. I believe I'm part of that. I believe you are part of that. 
Amen. Uh, a breed of anti ministers who are willing to share Christ, expecting nothing in return. Hallelujah. Last week we looked at fearless giving. I told you that every aspect of giving, every lesson of giving that we learned can be applied to your ministry. So last week we learned about fearless giving. Your ministry must be fearless. Your sharing of Christ must be bold. You must share Christ with such boldness, with such courage, fearlessly. Every opportunity that you get, you might be up against a thousand people. You might be the only person in that crowd of thousand who knows Christ, but you're there to share Christ. You must be so fearless. You must be so full of courage. You must be so full of boldness. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a fearless giving. You must be fearless in your ministry. Do not do ministry with pressing concerns about your future. Do not do ministry, you cannot do ministry with pressing concerns about your future. So the one who enlisted for ministry is faithful. The one, see you serve the best boss you can ever find. If you're serving Jesus Christ, if it is the Lord Christ whom you serve, you serve the best boss you can ever find. He's mindful. He's mindful of every need in your life. Be fear, fearless in ministry. Give no thoughts about your tomorrow. Give no thoughts about your own life. Give no thoughts about your own life. Give no thoughts about your tomorrow. Do not be worried about your tomorrow. Because when you do ministry, you are drawing from an inexhaustible source. You are drawing from an inexhaustible source of goodness. The gospel is an inexhaustible source of the glory of God, of the power of God. Amen. You will never run dry preaching the gospel. I said you will never run dry preaching the gospel. You will never run empty preaching the gospel. You will never run empty preaching the gospel. Never. As a minister of God, you must be willing to share Christ in places where, where you find no return. You must be willing to share Christ in places where you stand to gain nothing. I hope that the way you filter opportunities to minister is not based on what I'm going to get. You must be willing to share Christ when, in places where you get nothing in return. I don't know why the church is very quiet. Maybe, I, you, you, maybe you, you feel that I sound very impractical today. Or it is something... Very difficult for you to understand and follow. You must be willing to share Christ in places where you stand to gain. Nothing. Do not seek social validation in ministry. Do not seek monetary benefits in ministry. Give Christ expecting nothing in return. Hallelujah. Give Christ expecting nothing in return. See, look, you must understand this. You have gained Christ. It, Jesus means more than the world to you. And you are sharing Christ. 
and he's an inexhaustible source he's an infinite source the more you give the more you'll experience him the more you give him the more you'll understand him the more you give him the more you will know him amen and you're not going to run dry sharing christ do ministry expecting nothing in return give christ lavishly say lavishly Oh, give Christ lavishly. Silver and gold I have none, but what I have I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. The way in which Peter and John said this, Peter said this to the, the lame man who was with such confidence, he was giving Christ lavishly. Like how he can give silver or gold, or even beyond that. I don't have silver, I don't have gold, but I have got something better than that. in the name of jesus christ i have the gospel with me and i give that to you you must give christ lavishly pressed down shaken together running over and poured into the laps of people that's how you must give christ say pressed down shaken together running over pour christ into the laps of people into the hearts of people into the bosom of people man share jesus lavishly not stingily share the gospel lavishly generously share the gospel bountifully not sparingly share the gospel bountifully even when you even when you don't have anything to eat you can still share christ even when your pocket is empty you can still share christ even when your bank balance reads zero you can still share christ share christ lavishly generously bountifully say bountifully bountifully hallelujah first corinthians chapter 9 verse 16 for if i preach the gospel i have nothing to boast of for i am under compulsion For woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. If you don't preach the gospel, woe is you. But if you preach the gospel, you are cheerful. Man, hallelujah. Give Christ cheerfully. Give Christ cheerfully. Now we heard it on Sunday also there is an urgency in heaven regarding the things on earth now we we see a lot of shifting that is happening on this earth there's a lot of activity spiritual activity even as i speak to you there's a lot of spiritual activity going on there is a lot of urgency in heaven to get straightened the things on this earth and god is counting on selfless ministers of the gospel are you one of that are you one of those selfless ministers of the gospel can you be counted as a selfless minister of the gospel of jesus christ god is counting on selfless ministers of the gospel to take the gospel to difficult places are you one of that are you one of those selfless ministers willing to take the gospel to difficult places 
Now, so the one thing, the one thing that can happen for, for church-going people, Sunday after Sunday, you come, you sit on the chairs, sit in the pews, and then you go back. Sometimes you fail to recognize that you yourself are a minister of the gospel. Because you, have, you come to a church with an established uh, system in place. You have a pastor, you have a worship leader, you have other ministers of the gospel, uh, you know, preaching and teaching you. And as a disciple, there can be a tendency wherein you miss out on the fact that you yourself are called to be a minister of the gospel. Do you see yourself as one? Do you see yourself as one? Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you're a student. Maybe you're a doctor. Maybe you're in business. Maybe you're a housewife. Maybe you're a musician. Do you see yourself as a, a minister of the gospel? The greatest duty that is upon you today is to preach the gospel. It comes upon you by compulsion. It is your, you owe it to the Lord. Amen. You owe it to the Lord. And you got to cheerfully, say cheerfully, cheerfully give Christ. Now when Jesus sent out the twelve, he gave them clear instruction. Let's read from Matthew chapter 10, verses 7 down. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you received, freely give. What does it say? Freely you received, freely give. Don't put a charge for your preaching. Freely you received, freely give. Do not acquire gold or silver or copper for your money belts or a bag for your journey or even two coats or sandals or a stuff. For the worker is worthy of his support. Hallelujah. One of the greatest promises in God's word applicable to every minister of the gospel is this. For a worker is worthy of his support. Amen. The one truth you must not forget as a minister of the gospel. The worker is worthy of his support. And even if you forget it, God will not forget it. Even if you were to forget it, God will not forget it. Your sustenance is not going to be based on your smartness. Minister of the gospel, your sustenance is not going to be based on your smartness. Your sustenance is not going to be based on your PR efforts. Your sustenance as a minister of the gospel is not going to be based on your self-promotion. As a worker of God, you are worthy of your support. And that is the righteousness of God. If you are a minister of the gospel, you can be sure about this. Your support will come to you. Your wage will come to you. What you need will come to you. Hallelujah. 
you, you don't have to you don't have to even doubt you don't have to worry about whether you're going to be supported whether you're going to be taken care of if you're a minister of the gospel you're worthy god has counted you worthy of your support today if today if money does not justify many people won't many people won't share christ second corinthians chapter 11 verse 7 onwards or did i commit a sin in humbling myself that you might be exalted because i preached the gospel of god to you without charge i robbed other churches taking wages from them to serve you and when i was present with you and was a need i was not a burden to anyone for when the brethren came from macedonia they fully supplied my need and everything i kept myself from being a burden to you and will continue to do so hallelujah preach the gospel without charge today if money does not justify will you still preach the gospel god is asking you if money does not justify will you still preach the gospel if money does not justify will you still consider an opportunity to minister the gospel if there is no picture perfect moment in the opportunity is it a is it an attractive opportunity for you today if a ministry opportunity cannot contribute to, to potential social media posts is it still attractive to you wonder if jesus approached ministry in this manner wonder if the apostles approached ministry in this manner listen to this the privilege in preaching the gospel is preaching the gospel the benefit of preaching the gospel is preaching the gospel man the returns of preaching the gospel is preaching the gospel that's the that's the blessing that's the blessing amen you being able to minister is the blessing hello are you with me you being able to you being counted faithful by god to be a minister of the gospel that is the greatest blessing ministry is the privilege amen ministry is the privilege ministry is the benefit ministry is the blessing ministry is the return don't seek anything else don't seek anything else give freely received freely give now, now i would say you must condition yourself to this mode say this mode of being a minister who will give freely condition yourself to preaching without charge condition yourself to giving freely don't get sucked into the the world system don't get sucked into go, don't get swayed by the world system numbers will have to justify what you do no now i was ministering to teenagers two days back to back i got an opportunity to sit with um bunch of teenagers teenagers in a school just being able to talk to them converse with them take their questions answer their questions and things like that and i was convinced that the world is so desperate says so desperate 
the world is so desperate of the gospel they are desperately in need of jesus christ and if you are not going to give jesus at any cost i want you to understand many of them many of them are going to go somewhere else this is a time the time that we are living in is a time where we must feel the urgency of heaven that we must be able to give ourselves to preaching the gospel at any cost get rid of every other agenda in your head see with every passing year in ministry you must become less of yourself and more of christ with every passing year of ministry you must become less of yourself more of christ with every passing year of ministry you become you must become lighter you must become lighter of your dreams and your aspirations and you must become heavier with god's vision god's dreams god's aspirations if you're still carrying what you call as your vision i have news for you there is no such thing as your vision it is god's vision or no vision Now sometimes we take pride that's my vision there's no such thing as your vision you're either serving christ or you're not that's all now you can be engaged in so many different things you can find yourself busy doing many things in life but if god is not in the things that you're doing it is of no value ministry is not about social validation ministry is about heaven's validation ministry is not about the applause of man the praise of man ministry is about the commendation from god you must be able to hear the applause of heaven if all you can hear after you doing what you call as ministry is the applause of man and the empty praise of man you are not doing ministry the way god wants you to do at the end of everything that you do for the lord you must be able to hear well then good and faithful servant there awaits a crown of righteousness for you you must be able to hear see with every with every opportunity that you take up to preach the gospel you must be all the more convinced you're called to do this not because there is money involved not because there is popularity involved not because there is a uh, um, goodwill involved no because god is in the journey with you Amen. at the end of what you do in ministry if you cannot hear the applause of heaven but only the empty praise of man what is its use hallelujah do you have plans do you have plans for the gospel of jesus christ have you made plans regarding the gospel of jesus christ how you may preach the gospel how you may support the cause of the gospel do you have plans do you have do you have places in mind concerning the gospel do you have places in mind concerning the gospel do you have vision for people people groups concerning the gospel with regards to the gospel are you willing to tell the lord send me wherever you want me to go take me wherever you want to take me to let me preach the gospel or is it all about your plans 
your dreams, your aspirations, your desires. Are you able to sense the desperation in people? Are you able to sense the emptiness in people? Are you able to sense the, the, the burden of the Lord for people? Are you able to? Are you so numb? Have you become so numb? Have you become so numb? People need Jesus. Have you become so numb that you're not willing to give Jesus to them? Have you become so numb that you're not available to the Lord to use you? I started praying like this, Lord, send me wherever you want me to go, but only prepare me. Prepare me. Let me not, let me not be found lacking. Let me not be found in want when you send me to a place. But be willing to go wherever he takes you. Wherever he takes you. I believe as a church, the Lord has plans. The Lord has plans for this ministry. The Lord has plans for each one of us. And God is going to send us to places that we never thought we will ever go. We will, we will be found in, in places where most others would dare not to go. But that comes from a place of submitting and surrendering ourselves to the vision of God. Being able to give lavishly, generously, cheerfully, being willing to give generously. If you're a minister of the gospel, never be worried about your tomorrow. Do not be worried about your tomorrow. Do not be worried about your tomorrow. Do not be worried about your future. If you're a minister of the gospel, and there's one, one group of people who must never be worried about tomorrow must be the ministers of the gospel. If there's one group of people who must not, who should not be worried about your tomorrow, must be the ministers of the gospel. And we, each one of us, we are all ministers of the gospel. If you are engaging in ministry, you must not be worried about your tomorrow. You cannot be worried about your tomorrow. Your future is secure. Amen. If you, if you share Christ with others, your future is secure. Freely received, freely give. If you preach the gospel, you have nothing to boast of. There's nothing to be proud about. If you preach the gospel, you must understand it is only by compulsion, it's only by duty. It's only by duty. You owe it to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And I, I hope the Lord will change your vision. The Lord will intervene with your path. The Lord will help you realign your focus. Get rid of things that are not important to Him. And you must ask the Lord, get rid of things that, you're not, that are not important to you. Things that you hold so dearly to. May not be the things that 
are important to him unless you drop your dreams unless you drop your aspirations the lord cannot give into your hands his dreams and his aspirations and his plans but the plans that he has for you are plans to prosper you and not to harm you are plans to bring you to an expected end amen have a vision for the gospel have a vision to give christ have a vision to give christ have a vision to give christ teach your children to give christ Now your children, if you are a Christian, your, ch- your child must grow up with a growing vision of giving Christ. If you are a Christian, your, your son, your daughter must grow up with a growing vision of sharing Jesus. With every passing year, there must be such evangelistic zeal in your children. As a family, you must burn all the more. with passion for the lord passion to serve the, serve the gospel of jesus christ you cannot be lukewarm you cannot be lukewarm you cannot be lukewarm be willing to give christ give christ share christ Share Christ. Your colleague in your office needs Jesus. Your student needs Jesus. Your friend needs Jesus. Your customer needs Jesus. Freely give. Fearlessly give. Lavishly give. Cheerfully give. Bountifully give. give it purpose take this time to consider your treasures do not store up for yourself treasures on the earth where moth destroy where thieves steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven decide this day to make investments which are counted in heaven. For where your treasure is, there your heart is. Be a giver. A lavish giver. In all you're giving, give Christ. In all you're giving, share Christ. Be selfless in ministry. Put away with selfish agenda. Your only intent in ministry must be to bless. Your only intent in ministry must be, to, must be to give. Must be to exalt Jesus. Be willing to share Christ wherever He sends you. Wherever the Holy Spirit takes you, be willing to share Jesus with whoever the Lord asks you to share Jesus. Take this time to commit yourselves before the Lord. Maybe it's a time of recommitment. Maybe it's a time of realigning to the plan of God. 
consider your path consider the direction that you have taken consider the route that you are in whose vision are you following your vision or god's vision do not be deceived do not be deceived do not be deceived with the pull of social validation do not be deceived with the pull of financial gain do not be deceived with the pull of monetary considerations a minister of the gospel must be free from all this there must be only one concern in your heart only one drive one desire that is to preach the gospel and please the master who enlisted you that's the only the, the only intent you must have do not please man please god fulfill your ministry fulfill your ministry wherever you are placed fulfill your ministry in your workplace fulfill your ministry in the marketplace fulfill your ministry in the institution that you are part of fulfill your ministry in your neighborhood fulfill your ministry amongst your relatives fulfill your ministry wherever god leads you to fulfill your ministry do the work of an evangelist share christ lavishly bountifully cheerfully fearlessly ask the lord right now you can ask the lord to speak to you to show you places to put in your heart a burden for people it can be individuals it can be groups of people it can be nationalities respond to the prompting of the holy spirit be a missionary thank you father thank you for this time come to people in your hands father may this word continue to be with them continue to minister to them change their hearts change our hearts change our mindsets change our attitude give us new perspective a fresh outlook to ministry in jesus name we pray amen hello this is nisha dilakosh i'm sure this podcast has blessed you do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected may god bless you